And we're back, Power Pitches Season 3, Episode 7. Uh, just me and Benji today, switching it back up, back to the OG team. Vic's been a bottle job, not even responding. Spencer's busy with his wife, but we've got two Manchester fans who are both going to be crying about poor performances <laughs> in the Premier this week. One's a little bit happier than the other, though, unsurprisingly. Um, and let's just get straight into it. And before we even talk about either of our teams, we've got to talk about the well, to be honest, I was looking for all the games this weekend. There's a lot of mad results. Mm. But the maddest one has to be Villa 6, Brighton 1. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 12.30 kickoff at its absolute best. <laughs> like, absolutely insane. I think if you looked at our predictions last week, I think I might have said Aston Villa win, to be fair. I think I had a, I think I had a little bit of on them, or a draw at least. Um but yeah, fuck. Where, where did that even come from? We know Villa are a good team. Brighton are a really it's good team smart. as well. Um, but Villa, I'm just looking, even looking at the stats here, 19 shots and with nine on target as well, which is ridiculous. I watched, I've watched back through the highlights of the game, so I didn't get to watch the whole thing. But like, a lot of the goals, do you know, looked like Brighton weren't, weren't quite in it for some of them. Mm. Like there was a few, I think there was like two that were like rebounds or just dropped back into the box and managed to pick it up. And obviously that Estepinion own goal, which really annoyed me because my dream team was so good this week. And he got me minus two at the back. I was like, you little stinker. Who Mate. does that? It was a shocking week for FPL, especially if you backed on Brighton. Not for me. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course not for you. But, nah, 6-1, no one was ever expecting that. Because Brighton's they've started off so well, and Aston Villa, they started off a bit like worse than we thought they'd be. And out of nowhere, 6-1, you think, fuck, you know. And now, coming into next week, what can you expect from Villa, do you know what I mean? Like, Villa is a good team right now. We were saying this about Brighton, but you cannot lose 6-1 to, and still be considered like a, a top, top team. And um, as we're recording this episode, they're actually trailing 2-0 in the Europa League. So um, I think it's 2-1 now, to be fair to you. Oh, is it 2-1? Yeah, half-time, it was 2-0. So. To Marseille. Yeah, Marseille. Yeah, oh, Marseille. Yeah. Yeah, Brighton as well. They lost, to, they lost to AEK Athens, didn't they, in the, the yeah. Europa League, which really surprised me as well. And there was a lot of a lot of um, these teams like Newcastle, Brighton, Aston Villa, who are like in Europe for the first time in a long time. There was a lot of people rightly speculating before the season that maybe those games would catch them out, and maybe that's what's happened with Brighton because they were absolutely flying, weren't they? Just tearing everyone mm-hmm. to bits. Then they've lost at EKF and yeah, they're losing to Marseille now, which are two teams that definitely on paper you'd think they'd put to bed, and then they get absolutely thumped by Villa as well, which can't be good for their. Uh, their headspace at all, and yeah, like I say, some of the goals were just a bit, yeah, you know, you half, half say unlucky, half say defenders maybe need to close down loose balls in the box a little bit, but yeah, absolutely shocking from Brighton. Really could not believe it. And I mean, if there's anyone in the world who'd bet on that result, then fair play, you must want yeah. a million quid because 6 1 literally that is mental. Well, there's been two, is it two weeks now? We had the eight, eight nil last week, then 6 1 this week. Mm. Next week's probably going to be like another one, another mad one out of nowhere. So the predictions have got to come crazy this week. <laughs> yeah, this season's this season's already had so many crazy results. Yeah. It's already gone a bit wild. Like it seems to, I don't know, something's happening with the Prem. It was like we've the last few seasons. There's always been something mad going on, isn't there? Like either the fight at the bottom's been a bit more um, interesting than normal, or the fight at the top's getting ridiculously tight. Whether it's Liverpool and City or Arsenal City, wherever. And yeah, we are just seeing some absolutely mental results that you just would, ne- would never, ever no, expect. Never. 
fair play to Villa. Thank you, Ollie Watkins, up top for me as well. Got me a nice amount of points, which took me to the top of one league and then like two points behind top in my other league. So yeah, he's absolutely good. smashed Very it for you this week. Whilst we're going, um, we got yeah. the predictions. Let's look at the predictions. Yeah, so um, I said 2 1 to Brighton, Stinker. You said 3 1 to Brighton. Oh, I uh, win as well. What Vic said 2 2. And Spencer said 2 1 Villa. So Spencer gets, gets a cheeky point. little point there. Yeah. Sorted himself so, out. He's not, he's not he's even like, here to celebrate up. it as well. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big point for Spencer as well. Did not know, yeah. first week on the predictions game. <laughs> <laughs> right. We will move on. Uh, so just for a little reminder for the listeners um, listening in, this week we're doing a little bit of a shorter version. Um, not really going into depth with all the games just because it's not that interesting this week but a game that was really interesting uh tottenham liverpool wow we wow mate we talk about var a lot on this podcast and it seems to be like a broken record but how can we not bring up what happened in this game i'm sorry but that is probably the worst var decision two in one game i've ever seen uh, what's wait? What's the other? Oh, one? sorry, sorry. The the first yellow for Jota, never a yellow. Didn't touch him. Tripped over his own feet. So he got a yellow for tripping up. Um, might have been Basuma. Basuma fell over his own feet. No contact at all. But Jota didn't fight it, so he didn't go to VAR or anything. Uh, so obviously he got his first yellow, and then the second yellow got him sent off. But the goal. Oh my God. To come out with a statement afterwards as well, to say, mm. oh yeah, sorry, it should have been a goal. Nothing we can do though. Like that is ridiculous. Like, oh, it's mad. Yeah, I mean, every we we were saying it last week anyway that it's getting ridiculous how much we're having to bring um bring these like these points up and how often they are every weekend to make mistakes and this weekend again. Pretty sure I saw a thing that there's every single game day like there was stinkers on saturday there was stinkers on sunday there was stinkers in the monday night game like it was just continuous the second yellow for jota definitely was a yellow but yeah yeah, yeah. The, the problem is obviously that's not about var is it because the var can't intervene on a yellow you know that's just the rest decision but also like yeah everyone has a go at var because it's very easy to have a go there but also the ref in the premier league is, awful is as well yeah there is some very it's bad awful decisions. this game um to be fair, I did think the Curtis Jones red is a red. I did mm. see some people question that a little bit, but we've said it. We've said it before. There's so many examples, mate. And you, when you hit that studs up challenge, like it is, it should kind of always be a red. Like that is the rule: is if you tackle studs up, like yeah. if you've got the ball first. I mean, we've seen so many players get that. Pretty sure someone got it literally last week. Um, wasn't that the Chelsea right back? Um, forget his name, with the curly hair, short name as well. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he got the exact same. Yeah. Big tackle, gets the ball. After he's got the ball, the studs go into the the bloke's shin. You're always going to get a red flag, and it's quite difficult to argue with. Um, And yeah, have you heard the audio as well for the decision? Yeah, I have. As soon as it came out, I clicked on it and I have to listen to this. It's it's just such a mess, and like I've seen a lot of people saying, like this is kind of the problem with the VAR is there's so many voices talking over each other. Like mm. there's there's so many voices going on and on and on, 
And I'm, I can't remember what the bloke's name is, but he is he is actually not paying enough attention because I have said multiple times, like, checks for onside, uh, for offside, offside, offside. And he's like, yeah, 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 check complete, check complete, when it's a joke. he's not actually paying attention to the fact, yeah. Um, I know his excuse might be, well, it's so clearly onside from up here that I wasn't considering that they were saying it was offside, but, yeah, just not not good at all once again. No. And, to be honest, it's, it's, the most annoying thing about it is it's actually a really good game. And Liverpool, mate, for, for down to 10 men for most of it and then down to nine men, like, I never liked yeah. Liverpool any, but they probably should have won, really. Like, they're actually quite unlucky. You know, they've, they've conceded a last-minute um, own goal. Not one, necessarily. They should have got probably a point from it because mm. nine men against a good Tottenham team is extremely difficult. And then, yeah, to lose because of that goal, that's just... You know, it's just horrendous. I mean, looking at the stats, Tottenham did dominate possession, yeah. shot, shots on target, but you that expect is what that you from expect. a nine-man team, a good team <laughs> yeah. at home against nine against ten, then nine. Yeah, of course they're going to do that. Um, I was actually with a Liverpool fan on the day we were at a party, and uh, yeah, he was he was fuming a bit, couldn't believe oh. it. And I was just shocked two Reds in one game, like for one team, it's not often, is it? Um, but yeah, man. It, it is annoying because it's such a it, it is a good game. And we mm-hmm. said beforehand, didn't we? We thought that game would be really good. Two teams that really want to attack, and we thought we thought there'd be a lot of goals in it. We thought it'd be attack over defense kind of day. Um, and yeah, VAR making stinkers once again. I know it is. It's it's expected though. But um, on a, on a brighter side, I got the prediction perfect. Did you? I did, I did. No one else got any points. I went crazy and I went free free, which yeah. is fucking even more annoying. <laughs> if it just allowed that goal, at least we had the draw. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, what a game that was! I hope that um, think we get another game like that soon. Maybe this well, weekend, I City to, Arsenal. I do have to say, all the all the kick up after is still is still too much. It's it's yeah. fair to. It's fair to be having a go at VAR generally and bringing up a lot of these examples of game-deciding decisions that have gone the wrong way. Um, but yeah, it was Bournemouth. Because remember we were talking about last week, I thought it was Sheffield United wrongly, but it was Bournemouth that got relegated because of um, the goal that didn't count, but yeah. was clearly a goal. And they didn't kick up this much, and they didn't get this much attention about it either. Like, bad decisions are kind of a part of football. And like, Klopp asking for a replay as well was a bit like... Come on, mate. Well, but I think, exactly, yeah. I think he's had tactical blinder. I think now, now he said that, and they've obviously said no. Now all the refs are going to be nervous again. And I think Liverpool, as if they don't normally get VAR on their side anyway. I know this game's gone the opposite way, but you know, I think Klopp knows exactly what he's doing. Same as when he called out United for getting penalties. He knows yeah. he can twist it a little bit with the FA and get his way. And watch Liverpool now, next few games. Two penalties a game, red card for the other team every game. I reckon it'll help him out in the long run. Well, it's like exactly what Spencer said last week. Spencer was like, until a big team comes out and says something, no one cares. Like you said, it happened yeah. to Sheffield United, nothing like that. So he was big Liverpool, big Klopp, say something. It's all over Sky Sports, news, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. everything. So Non-stop. It's, it's what Spencer exactly said. So what can you do when you got when you got following and you've got a manager that loves to moan like that? You're going to get that all the time. Um, oh mate, unbelievable! How much love to mind. <laughs> so the okay. next game 
that I'd, I'd want to talk about. Um, I'm not going to lie. Should we just move on to our teams? Because... I, yeah, we... Oh, uh, no, no. I want to talk actually, about one other game. There's one other game. There's that one that's caught my eye. I'm surprised. And I'm hoping for the same. Everton 1, Luton 2. Yes. That's, that's huge, mate, for two reasons. Surprising as well. But unbelievable for Luton. Like, fair play. I bet, I bet them and their fans. The fans that travelled up there as well would be fucking buzzing. Yeah. But the biggest thing from that is when I saw that result, I knew from week one when I said Everton are a heavy risk to go down, that yeah. was the final nail in the coffin. I know it's obviously ridiculously early in the season. There's still 31 games to play. Obviously, it's not guaranteed they go down. Of course not. But right now, Luton, Sheffield United and Everton are the three teams for me that are going down because they're just a big step below everyone else. And like, if Everton wanted to prove that they aren't in that group, they had to batter Luton. Like they had to be. I know Luton are the benchmark right now for how Literally, good a team yeah. you are. Like you should roll over them. I mean, I'm gonna say all this, you know, I don't get beat by them. But they, they, literally, everyone is expected. Even Sheffield United and Burnley, the other promoted teams, are expected to roll Luton. Like Luton, obviously, had an amazing run in the championship. They got them promoted probably way earlier than even their board wanted because they're not really ready for the Premier League in their in their state. Um, but yeah, they'll be they'll be buzzing, man. And fair play, like Everton are just poor, poor once again. How I'm, long can they get away with it? I'm just looking at the table here. I've never seen something like this. One, two, three, four, five teams have maximum one win. Sheffield United and Bournemouth still have no wins in a pro, which is ridiculous. Burnley, Luton, and Everton all have one win, and Brentford, sorry. Like, what is going on in the Premier League? How was how yeah, no teams it? winning anything? And then you go up to the top and it's like everyone's won five. You just think, it's madness. It is the disparity in the Premier, isn't it, really? And then you've got all the mid yeah. teams that just picked up hit wins here and there. Um, but yeah, man, Sheffield United. I mean, Bournemouth, actually, in all fairness. Look at the table. I haven't really thought about Bournemouth all season. Neither did I. Mind, Bournemouth for an all right team. In my mind, they're always all right. And I mean... Yeah, maybe Bournemouth ends up being Everton yeah. or Burnley's saviour, to be honest. No, 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 no. Burn, Burnley don't need to Now, with that win, mate, 17th place ahead of Burnley, ahead of Bournemouth, Sheffield United. Only a goal difference of minus eight, not bad. <laughs> nah, Burnley don't need saving. Burnley will bring it back. But I don't have hope for Everton, I'll be honest. I really don't. Yeah. After, especially agree, after I... losing to Luton. But yeah, that... But, that that's that really surprised me. I'm going to be honest. And all of us, no one predicted a loot and win because we're just Spencer. No, That's Spencer did. Did go draw? Did he? I no, Spencer, he went. I Spencer um... played the game. I'm sure. Maybe he's bottled it. And when we we're talking about it, I'm sure he said, "I might just go loot and win just to get some points." No, he went two one Everton. He went one nil Luton against Burnley. <laughs> but, um... That is <laughs> good, man. <laughs> that is shocking. That's what it is. That is shocking. Burnley are massive. That just shows it from Everton. Yeah. Like, we know that every week, whoever's playing Luton, we're going to predict the win. That's just a, that is just a fact. No matter who it is in the league. Mm. But yeah, man, I'll be I'll be very nervous for Sean Dyche. I'll be very nervous for as an Everton fan. Oh yeah. I don't know how Everton fans would react going down. I know they're getting bought out, so they might not be. Well, they were they were Who so concerned? close. 
they were so close was it last year or the year before and they've been battling it for a while so when you when you sell your players as well like when they had when they brought in james rodriguez i thought okay maybe they maybe they're cooking something the guy just left to go wherever he went to and then he sold richarlison cover is not hitting his form it is it's kind of upsetting to be an everton fan right now but you know it is what it is it happens uh, I think whether they had they had a period in there when they're spending loads of money. I think when yes. Amazon that they've spent yes. loads of money and they've and then they fucked themselves. Now they've not been able to spend money for the last few years. And actually, when they spent loads of money, the team actually wasn't that bad and they were doing all right. So they try to push up. And actually, since spending the money, they've got worse and worse. And now is a time that they need that like four hundred million in three years investment. But that's what I think that's what they put up before. I think it was around the COVID time as well, maybe like a couple of seasons before COVID. And they did 400 million, I think, in transfers in the space of about two or three seasons. If you could give them that now, fuck me, Sean, I should buy you out. Yeah. Like, yeah. they'd be desperate for 80 million in January just to sign a couple decent players that could hopefully keep them up. Because, yeah, man, ever and every week. And it's just also like the manner of the losses. They're just not playing great. I mean, actually, if you look at stats on this one, to be fair, they do, they do better across the board on their stats, but still. It is the against, fact it's Luton. It's against Luton. Yeah. yeah, it's the same as it's the same as Tottenham having good stats against a nine-man Liverpool, a ten-man Liverpool. That's the reason. Mm-hmm. Then against Luton, I expect everyone to have sixty-five percent possession, twenty odd shots. You know what I mean? That is just that's just a, that's the minimum bar that you're expecting. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, if Luton after all this chat, if Luton stay up and Everton go down as well, oh, that would be that, that would be yeah. heavy on them, mate. That'd be very bad for Everton. That would be, be a very horrendous tough. season. But yeah, we can move on now to one of our poor teams if you want. I tried oh. to get that one out there because that one is wild. We will um we'll move on to my team. Uh I don't know what happened. Um honestly I watched I did not watch the first half. Uh I watched the second half. But whilst seeing their own goal, people are overreacting. Um Feel like because it's a three o'clock kickoff and all you like most people don't watch it. All you see is Ruben Diaz's own goal. You assume he's just mm. like smashed it in the back of the net, but he's tried to block it and it's not worked. Like it happens to everyone. Um, but Julian Alvarez, oh my god, he is unreal. It, I I say this every time he scores, every time he plays well, I do feel bad for him because he has to play. He has to. He's always number two behind Haaland mm. and. The way the season's going, he's unreal. He would start in every single Premier League team. Every single one, without yeah. doubt. And the fact we've got him as number two and a super sub is is dangerous. Like, I don't know if you saw the Alvarez goal. I did see free kick, yeah, naughty. Uh, like, Put my dream team for a reason, mate. Yeah. <laughs> got him and Harlan Watkins top, top three. It's unbelievable. No, that is a smart move. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, Alvarez, he's kind of slipped into the De Bruyne role, which is a, which is a shame because he's an out-and-out striker. Like, he dribbles with it, but he does take long shots. So he's a striker, and Haaland's the type where he can put defenders off just because of being Haaland. Like, it's just who he is. But um, it was just a poor performance. We're really, really missing Rodri in that midfield. But... We say this, well, I say this anyway, I don't know about anyone else, but Rodri is our most important player. As soon as we lose Rodri, we look like a different team. Oh, Like, Rodri... Sorry. 
Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, if Brighton maybe they bring it back. Player. Maybe they bring it back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I've, Rodri... I always say CDM is most important. CDM is most important player in your team, really. Hundred percent. Obviously, having an amazing striker is a, is a brilliant thing. Having a good centre back, having a good goalkeeper, having a good cam, having good wingers, whatever, it's all great. If you've got if you've got no CDM or a bad CDM, you struggle. All the mm-hmm. all the teams that ever win the league always have a good CDM. Even like Leicester with Kante, and Kante goes to Chelsea and they win it. You with Yaya and now Fernandinho and Rodri now, like even Fabinho going to Liverpool, that's helped them win the league. Yeah. Just having that DM, you know, when you control the midfield, you control the game. City always control the games anyway because you style of play, but you might be still not playing it exactly the way you want to without him. Now. Yeah. And the thing, the, the concern is not even this result. If you, if this was just a one off, um, and like he'd be back in the next game, you'd be okay. But knowing that you've now you've lost the Wolves without him, and you've got to go play Arsenal without him, mm. that's that's the fear, isn't it? The the biggest fear is Calvin Phillips starting. Honestly, he's he's a good player. Like he is a good player, but he's not City standard. He's not up to City pace yet. And people can say like, obviously, you don't give him game time. What you expect? But Rico Lewis. Uh, played last night, slotted into the midfield straight away and ran it uh, alongside Rodri, which is obviously easier for him. But uh, when we play on Sunday against Arsenal, I want to see Rico Lewis in that starting eleven over Calvin Phillips because Calvin Phillips, he's just not up to scratch. Um, it is a shame because he's you know how he is. Like I'm sure you're Rosie won England's best player ahead of Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, all of them. He won it and... Mm. He just, I don't know, he's just like, he seems like uh, a guy that's just on the sideline just cheers everyone up. Like a Lingard type player. Like, it's just yeah. there for vibes. And I just think, fair enough. Man. What does he do? Curry tricks? That's <laughs> the best rookie thing ever in the Euros, kind of like that. And then bought someone along. Yeah, and he's like, it's good, it's good, for, the, uh, good for the team. What's he do? Card tricks. Does a quiz at night. <laughs> Class. Um, yeah, I feel a bit bad for Calvin Phillips. I think he'd be mm. he'd be gone too many. I think in the summer or January he'd probably get taken up. But yeah. it's always a risk as well for players like that going to going to these big teams, especially under Pep, where like with Pep, all the clubs like you either sink or swim. And it's mm. like I know I know a lot of players often look better in their second season, but even in their first season, there's normally glimpses of why the player's been brought in. But yeah, I think it's a bit too late for Calvin Phillips now. And yeah, Rico Lewis is pretty decent though he does look very good decent. very good um also just one more thing on the go- the game um pep bringing that, that that fakeness again i remember a few years ago when we played tottenham in the champions league he said the harry kane team harry kane and friends then son scored you know who i am this time he says uh oh that korean Wolves, they've got a good team and that korean guy and then he goes and scores the winner I'm like, why would you curse us like this? Like, he needs to keep his mouth shut sometimes. But it was a good goal. Fair enough to him. Um, after all season on this podcast saying Wolves need to get a striker, yeah. need to get goals, <laughs> they go and score two against the best defence in the world. Like, oh, whatever, man. Whatever. And Pedro Neto, actually, to be fair, didn't even shout him out. Obviously, that, we were saying about Ruben Diaz OG, but actually his run is dirty as well. Pedro Neto yeah. is class. When he's, when he's firing... This, this is what we said. We said that Wangi Chan can get goals sometimes, but is he good enough? We said Pedro Neto is good, but he goes up and down, you know. 
obviously had um Podence as well, but obviously he's away, I think, at Olympiacs online or whatever. Yeah, Wolves are just so interesting. You just never know. You never know. With yeah. Wolves. You never. You always expect low-scoring games, but you really never know what could happen because some days they show up and they're unreal. Some days they're terrible. I mean, you peppered them, dominated the ball, all the shots, but they, they can get them little results. And another team that would be buzzing, mate, their fans will not have expected that. Jesus, I think even 100%. the most confident fan wouldn't have put a bet on that. No, um, as, as predicted, none of us got any points in that uh, on the predictions. Which is a shame, but I got the closest because I said Wolves week. would get a goal. <laughs> this is yeah, a it is a poor week on predictions. But, you know, I'm going to come through because the next game we talk about, your great team, Standard yeah. United at Old Trafford. The worst part is it wasn't even Standard United because we actually fucking dominated them. Like... Oh, 70, wow, I'm, look, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at yeah. the stats here. Yeah, <laughs> man. We And, like... We had, we had good chances as well. Casemiro could have had two. Hoyland almost had one that got cleared off the line. Um, I think Bruno had one from edge of the box, outside of the box, just on that. Johnson saved it. Um, like, it wasn't classic United. It wasn't us playing... Sh- it wasn't us being a shit team and losing the game, because that's what I normally expect. We just had all the ball, and we're knocking it around, and I was thinking, I know, it's going all right. Like, we're actually... like. When we played them in the midweek, we destroyed them in the midweek game, beat them 3-0. Yeah, I see. Start this game. Start this game. Looks the exact same. We're dominating all the ball. They're not having any chances. Taking taking shots, not quite happening or whatever. I'm thinking, this is fine. Like, they're not even a threat. We just keep keep the ball, keep taking shots. And then, yeah, they get that goal from the free kick, which just drops back. And to be fair, it's a fucking great finish in the top of the net. I mean, Onana... Really easy to criticise at the moment, especially after that mm. fucking Champions League game where it's cost us again. I don't want to be too quick on him because I'm sure he will be good, but Jesus, is he struggling right now? And he, it might be a bit harsh to critique him for that goal. Yeah, but at the same time, it is like it is really fast, but it is in the space directly above him. So you, you know, you kind of want to see a keeper get something to it and keep it out. But even even if he had saved it, in all fairness, nil nil against Palace at home would not be good. No, it no. Be especially good. after um, you beat them three nil. I just yeah, expected and, a repeat, but and we had we had a better team out for this game. Um, Rashford, I've got to say, is winding me up. Like I don't know, he's just last season he was unbelievable. Thirty goals, first time ever. I think his highest before that was like twenty one or twenty one in all competitions. Mm. I think. And I was thinking, sweet, this this is the Rashford everyone thought was coming through near his 18, banging braces and every debut he had. Um, and this year, like in that game, he was very poor, like extremely poor in that game. Poor at finding Hoyland, who actually looks like a bit of a shining light on our team at the moment, especially after that Galatasaray game. Um, in in the midweek against Galatasaray, in all fairness, Rashford did set up Hoyland for the first goal really well. Um did try and pull back a pass to Bruno, which he shouldn't have. He should, he, that's the annoying thing. He got a chance in the Galatasaray game where he actually should have shot for once rather than fucking passing. Then <laughs> does the opposite, goes to the pass, doesn't find Bruno, defender gets rid of it, like an easy one. Um, the team is so disjointed at the moment. It's hard. It's hard to say what even makes United better. Like a lot of these other teams you talk about, you say, that's the problem that needs fixing. That's the problem. United put out a good team. They have good players, not to their positions. The only thing I could think is it's maybe a bit like PSG losing to Newcastle, mate, where one team is a 
team and the other team is 11 individuals like that's kind of what United look like a little bit at the moment they don't have yeah. they don't seem to be working together very well um, it's just it's just a continuation of poor thing I think United will probably struggle for a while now I think they've they've missed their opportunities to to have easy games and get results to get them going again and I think we're going to have a season of seeing these bad results I don't want to get rid of Ten Hag though I think he's. I still think he's the right manager. I still think he's. Yeah, a lot of people. I think are the players reactive. he's brought in. Yeah, I think the players that he's brought in have been like the best. Apart from Onana, and Anthony hasn't been the best, but he hasn't been as bad as people say Anthony. But really, his signings have been pretty good. Like Amrabat looks pretty good. Casemiro has been unbelievable. Martinez last season was unbelievable. Hoyland's looking really good now. He's got himself some goals. Who else is in that list? Uh, Eriksen was really crucial last year. Um. I'm still I'm still sticking with Ten Hag, but yeah, fuck me. It's painful watching games at the moment. Just can't just switch off at the back sometimes. That's that's it, yeah. They switch off at the back. Happened against Arsenal when we scored and they scored 28 seconds later, switch off at the back. Against Galatasaray, we score, they they score. Nothing happens in the game for ages, we're dominating, we score, they score. Like we just switch off so easy. Um yeah. You know what you I've need? A bit you of a need... Rant, but there's not much more to say. You need Johnny Evans at the back. As much as we slate him, don't take the piss. The experience. <laughs> no, no, Johnny but... Evans can play against bad teams like Burnley, where you can't play against any teams of any pace or quality. Shocking. <laughs> I had to get that in. <laughs> didn't you know? Know, at least. Yeah, exactly. You get a little bit back. You know what I will get in? Only one to get points. Yeah. I'm perfect was me. I said 1 0 Palace. Oh, I'm perfect as well, did Jeff? I yeah. Everyone Whoa, else, you, you straight said, into second as well. You said three-one United. Vic said two-one United, and Spence said two-nil United. Guys, were heads gone? Heads gone after the midweek game. Got too ahead of yourself. United, yeah, <laughs> literally thinking that is terrible. To be fair, we've got a couple of games that, um, that I wasn't really planning on talk about, but I just want to check for our predictions game. Yeah, we can just run um, through the predictions. Get the points going. So well, West Ham, United, Sheffield United. Don't really have much to say about this, but two 0 obviously West Ham. Spurs yeah. be very happy. What scores in the doors you got for that? Oh no way. <laughs> Me, you, and Vic said three 0 West Ham, and Spencer two one. Oh. oh. <laughs> so we all only oh, get one. I remember though. his reasoning as well. He was like, um, "Oh, we're we're known to concede. Yeah, we're known to concede something." You back your team, you get Stinging. three points. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. The one that I don't think anyone um, got. <laughs> For, you're joking. Fulham, Chelsea. So, yeah. me and you said 1-0 Fulham. Vic said 1-0 Chelsea. <laughs> Spencer said 2-0 Chelsea. No way. He He's got it, it perfect. On one of the games I did not think would happen. Just, I just want to say one thing about that. Mudrick finally got his goal. After yeah, how long? Yeah, finally. Fair enough. <laughs> like, you can stop the 007 or 00500. But, yeah. It's it's mad. It is mad. But no, um, um, fair enough to him. Goodness. And it's also mad that, sorry, Chelsea's struggled to score so much. And then Mudrick scores and Broho scores within, like, I think it's like 28 seconds or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's how they struggled. They didn't score a single goal in September. Then in one game, they get two goals in 28 seconds. Like, fucking hell, fair play. 
<laughs> proven he actually do have some quality in that team. Um, and yeah, fair play to Chelsea actually getting their win. And then Vic doesn't even get on the pod. He has I know. Week I know. Finally, finally back his team a little where bit. Where we lose yeah. and he wins and he doesn't come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Oh my, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, class. Good lad, Vic, for bottling it. That's what we like to see. <laughs> Uh, next um, one, we can move on to my second team, Burnley and Newcastle. Um, it's unfortunate, unlucky, unlucky for the boys. They were close, you know, twenty shots compared I, to eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, I definitely said like three 0 or four 0 I just to wind you up. So you said three <laughs> 0 yeah, <laughs> Spencer said four nil, and I obviously said two one. So um, you, you three got a point. <laughs> well, Vic got a point as well, did he? Yeah, yeah. Um, Shocking, man. You guys need to. Yeah, well, some respect up now. Uh, this game is n- tightened up. Next one. Oh, I've lost my absolute mind. Bournemouth Arsenal. I said one nil Bournemouth. So you clown. You know, you everyone. <laughs> clown you do it to the band too much i want to win this game everyone else got it correct but no one got it spot on unfortunately four nil i have got a goal um you said two nil vic said three nil spencer said two one it's close but not spot on yeah yeah Yeah, finally being gifted that goal (laughs) with a penalty wasn't it um like I get it, and like fair enough. You know, if it was a United player, I I probably want the same. Like I wouldn't care if Mount took a penalty and scored like something like that. Um, but yeah, as soon as I saw it come up on my phone, I just thought, just trying to help, just trying to help his stats. Yeah. they know it. They know it, <laughs> mate. They know what Twitter's like. They know what it's like out there, and they're just going, let's just give him one. Let's just make sure, sure yeah. that he doesn't get fucking ripped forever. <laughs> at least, at least they can claim he's finally got himself a goal. Um, but Arsenal looked pretty decent to be fair and Bournemouth I mean Bournemouth were just shocking I watched that and actually it's funny that I have not really thought about Bournemouth because actually in other games I've seen of theirs they've not looked that bad even though they've not ever had a win I think they've had three draws and four losses something like that I think it is yeah um, they haven't looked that bad Bournemouth um, but in that game yeah so poor first goal Saka's headed down across the line that was nothing special like I think he comes off the bar and just drops to him and no one's really alert to it apart from Saka then two penalties, and then I think it Old Guard scores the last one or set someone up for the last one. Um, oh, Ben White is yeah, it must be must be another cross. Um, I'm just yeah. giving an easy ride, showing their quality. Enough, yeah, exactly what we expect on it really. Uh, the last ge- oh sorry, the second to last game of this game week was Forest Brentford. Um, oh, you probably got it right. Winded, didn't I? Yeah, so it ended 1-1. I, I predicted 1-1. Uh, Vic Oof. predicted 2-1 Brentford. You predicted 2-1 Forest. And Spencer predicted Indeed. 1-0 Forest. Which oh, is a shame. Stinkers. Yeah, I'm, making up, I'm making up for it for the Bournemouth me. one. <laughs> Mate, this is this game is tweet. Jesus. <laughs> um, and what is the only is the last last game for last the prediction one was, game then Luton Burnley? Yes, that was from last night. Um oh sorry, two nights ago. Last night or whatever. Um it ended two one Burnley. Finally got a win. Um you definitely predicted that then. <laughs> I did predict that, of course. I predicted 3-0 though. Uh Vic predicted two one <laughs> Burnley. 
Did he? Vic got no it way. right. Oh, oh, I love that, Ed. Sorry. You predicted 2-0. You finally yeah. backed the boys. <laughs> I like that. Oh, did I put finally, did I? Yeah, yeah. But oh, Spencer huge. didn't. Spencer predicted 1-0. No. <laughs> 1-0 Luton. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, as a week, um, uh, I don't think we did too bad on prediction-wise. Nah. Is, I mean, especially the, the with some of these really results. Up. That's good. Yeah, man. Fucking right. Um, so right now the score is looking like Vic is on 18, still winning. It was winning at the end of last week. Benji, you've jumped up into second on 16. I'm uh, third with 13. And Spencer is still at the back, but he's on 11 this time. So he's oh, he's double digits. Was <laughs> double digits. I've got bad. I got I got nine for last week. Only four this week. That is very poor for me. Even with the extra game as well. Stay oh no, it's because you back your own team. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot! Well, why the fuck would I ever do that? Never <laughs> do that again. Also, do you know what? Against on the, the um, don't bet people. Gambling is really bad for you, and it's a waste of money, and it ruins people's lives. But the Galatasaray game, I did win ninety quid. So oh <laughs> man, I did back Galatasaray. Galatasaray win. Icardi's arm on target. Dallo foul. Nah, ninety quid chance. So I did the game up. I'm annoyed, but. I kind of expected it, and then I did get proven right and won some money. So that's take. shocking. <laughs> that is shocking. Man, if we lose to Palace, we can lose to fucking Galatasaray. No worries, mate. Jesus. <laughs> no, but right. So we will yeah. um... be safe. Gamble aware. Yeah, definitely be gamble aware. I lose too much on that shit. Um, we will move on to, <laughs> to next week's predictions. Um, a few good games next week. A few of them might not be as good as I thought they would be maybe two weeks ago, but I'll go through them now. Um, first game, Luton Tottenham. So we've got uh, we've got Spencer and Vic's uh, predictions here as well, so we can give them a little shout out on the record. So they can't take it back. We'll yes, of course. So for the first game, Luton Spurs, Spencer said three 0 Spurs, um, which I actually back. I'm going to back him on that, and I'm going to agree. Because it's Luton, isn't it? Spurs are looking good. And Vic has said 2-0 Spurs, which is also fair enough, but I actually freaking... I reckon it might even be more than three. Because they're on fire right now. They're definitely on fire. What do you reckon for that one? I want, I want you to give you a score, because I might go wild. Yeah, I'm just going to agree with Spencer and go three now. I'm seeing a 12.30 kickoff with a team that are in terrible form and a team that are in really good form. And I'm Surely thinking... Not. Surely not. I'm so tempted to back a draw. Uh, I'm you... so tempted. <laughs> it, would be, it would be a 12.30 kickoff classic. And Mate. Ah, it's, a, it's so aggravating. It's a gamble. I'm the only one yeah, to not get the point. <laughs> And if like if you and Spencer ever get it spot on and get free, I'll be fuming. But the the win, if I predict something that isn't a Spurs win, and I'm the only one to get a point, would be ah, I love it. Twelve thirty kickoff. It's we know what it's about. We know what twelve thirty kickoffs are about. We've seen it last week. Well. <laughs> Go on, you have to back yourself here. Nah. I still go two one Spurs. I think. I think Shocking. what I think will happen is it'll be one. It'll be one all until really late, and then Spurs will get a goal or something. 
Right, if you get that spot on, you get it. Yeah, I've got an extra point for that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying this now, they're going to fucking smoke them like 6 0, but yeah. (laughs) Mate. (laughs) Right. Honestly, I wanted wanted to just say 2 1 Bluton, but nah, I I can't even. Oh, shocking. Too poor. The next game that we've got is um, Burnley Chelsea. Uh, Spencer and Vic have both gone 2 0 Chelsea. You already know which way I'm going. 2 0 Burnley. I'm going to go 1 1. Okay. Uh, that's respectable because I reckon they're about the same that's level right now. Level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, <literally laughs> that's their level. Yeah, <laughs> At Burnley as well. Yeah. That's a 1 all written or a 0 0 written all over it. No, I genuinely don't think Chelsea will win this. Like, nah, yeah, I'm genuine. I'm surprised Spencer went. I'm actually surprised Spencer went to two 0 Chelsea. Well, well they've come off yeah, of a win. Maybe. He is bottom of the table on the on the predictions game. So yeah, that much. <laughs> you got too, <laughs> You got high hopes for him too. Too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one we've got on their list is Everton Bournemouth. Um, another boring game, but they've said one one. For Spencer and 1 0 Bournemouth for Vic. I'm genuinely not sure about this. Everton are in shocking form, but they're both kind of around the same level. Like, oh. I can see a 0 0. So I'm, I'm going to predict 0 0 on this. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, 0 0 for me. I think what? I think 1 1. Calvert Lewin has scored like in his last two or three games. I think, I think he'll get a goal and Bournemouth will get a penalty or something. One, one. Yeah, Solanke, Solanke will get a go. Solanke <laughs> yeah. will randomly just for a ping like he does. <laughs> he's never back into it. He's consistently good, but every now and again, he just plays unreal. Classic Dominic. The next one is Fulham, Sheffield United. They've both gone for 0-0. Uh, sorry, 1-0 for nah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's low. I think that's, that I think is that's low. low. Sheffield United are bad. Sheffield United are yeah. bad. Fulham um, at home as well. I'm going to say... 2-0 two, two Fulham, I say. I'm going to say 3-1. I reckon they are three in them. A lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon, they'll, I reckon there'll be a lot of goals in that. I've put um, the Sheffield United striker in my FPL as well for no reason. So hopefully he comes through with something for me. What? what I, um, I will need you, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, no, oh, he's why not? He's not them. No, he's not the Forest, not Sheffield. It, well, what have I got in then? There is, he is someone, and he was so cheap. I thought, oh, go on then. Chuck him in. But yeah, I don't think he'll actually do anything for me. Uh, the next one is United not Brentford. Brentford. Mm. Spencer's gone 1 1, and Vic's gone 2 2. I don't think it'll be a draw. I think Brentford will win 2 1. Just because I don't think it'll be another 1 1. I mean, 1 0. I reckon it will be a Brentford win, but 2 1. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be stupid and I'm going to, I'm going to back my team again. I actually think. See what I actually happened think, last time. I actually, yeah, well, I actually think Brentford are, Brentford are really poor at the moment as well. I mean, this is jinxing yeah. now. I'm going to get a hat trick. <laughs> but United. Oh, actually, I don't know. It's against Galatasaray, like we just gave them the win, and against Paris, just couldn't find the net. But then 
in my mind, I'm always thinking like there is quality in that team. And the own and Hoyland was so good on the on Tuesday. Yeah, honestly, he is. Really I think he drag us, mate. He could drag us, and maybe like I might go mental and go three two United because we will concede goals definitely. Mm. But if Hoyland can just get a brace or a hat trick, like we might be able to fucking snatch up from the game. <laughs> that's that's kind of the only hope I have is that Hoyland can fucking keep being unreal. No, at least you're back in your team. I respect that. But you're gonna, you're gonna be done. Yeah, but now I've got the beauty of it. If if my if I come back in next week and United have won, I'm the only one who gets points as well, and I can sit and go (laughs) suck on that. I'll be loving life, mate. If you've got it perfect as well, fair enough. Give it large. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is Palace Forest. Um, Spencer's gone one nil Paris. 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 <laughs> uh, Spencer's gone one nil Palace, and uh, Vic has gone one nil Forest. So complete opposites from them two. I'm gonna say nil nil. Um, boring, boring game. And I don't really know that much about either of the teams this season, except for they both will probably beat United. So that would be Forest know. already. They did consider they did score <laughs> two goals in the first five, but we won three two. Um, oh no. That one already happened. That was like game week two or three. Oh, um, yeah, I don't even remember. I might go 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I, I can see a one, draw. One. I, don't, I, agree. I, I don't know. I think a draw, yeah. I think a draw. Oh, that's a big game next after that as well. You're writing all these down, big man. Yes, of course. Good stuff. So the next one, while he writes that down, is Brighton-Liverpool. At Brighton as well. That is very, very Ooh, big. What have they ended? Have they ended? Have they ended yeah, their Brighton game? Yeah, two all. Yeah, two, two all. all. They could come Not into this result. game. Yeah, they could come into this game maybe looking for something, looking for a win. Nah. Liverpool feeling all hard done by. No Curtis Jones. No. Jota, I mean, not really starting players are they for him either? So it's actually not a massive yeah. loss for them. That's what I was um, thinking as well. And Brighton did just get smacked as well. And so that's the thing, even two to away draw in the, in the European football isn't a bad thing in a group stage. But considering you'd expect them to win that game probably, and you'd expect them to want to do at least all right on the weekend, and they got smacked. I think it's just all Liverpool, mate. I just think, they're, I think their attack is just too too good at the moment. And I might have to go... Oh, no, because Liverpool's defence is not great. Brighton's attack is good. Yeah. It's I, a tough I one. It's actually so tough. I reckon Matoma's going to come alive. and But I'm going to say a draw, 1-1. One, one. Just because... Is it? Yeah, it... Brighton have got to be feeling down right now, like 6-1, and then you don't get a win in the Europa League groups yet. But Mitoma does have that type of, like, attack the defence, and that's what Liverpool are weak at right now. So I reckon 1-1, and Darwin Nunes will score a screamer or something. I just edge of the box, just smash it. But that's my prediction. I reckon 2-1 Liverpool. um, And the VAR will help them out. 
Bro, I'll have a goal disallowed or something. You know what? Because what's Honestly. happened this week, they will be on Liverpool side, I guarantee. They're going to feel like they know that if they have any decisions to go against them, Liverpool fans will be up in arms going, Oh, they're fucking against us. They're against us every fucking week. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to go Liverpool 2 1 and just assume that Brighton get done in by VAR. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even think about VAR, but watch, there, there will be something. Like, even if it is, like, fair enough, there will be something, though. Yeah, there'll be something that has an argument about it, 100%. 100%. (laughs) Right, the next one is West Ham versus Toon. And they've both gone for draws, which I think is outrageous. I understand from Spencer. Spencer, I get that. Spencer, too. Spencer, I I know what he's saying. That's his team. He backs his team. He says says a win if he's going to win. He says a draw if he's going to lose. Well, I get that from Spencer. (laughs) Fair play. Um, but Vic has gone one-one. I'm sorry, but to mate, smash PSG, yeah. yeah, come on now. I'm gonna Jared say good, but he's not Mbappe, is he? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Go I'm gonna man. say three-nil um, Newcastle. I just think say, they, they must be on a high after yesterday. They must I'm gonna be. say three. Although that that can lead you to trip up. To be fair, true. Can you Billy Big Bollocks? That that could go wrong for him, but. That's not really like the team that Eddie Howe's building. I think they're yeah, that's what they work hard, don't they? I'll go three. I'll go three one because yeah, just because you can't count that James or Prowse to not get goal or assist. Watch, there'll be something ridiculous free kick after like, in like the yeah. 80th minute. Yeah, man. It, but no, we didn't even this speak on that though. West Ham are good. Yeah, West Ham are looking good. West Ham are looking good. That'll be good to talk about next week. Uh, hopefully, we have everyone back so we do get the West yeah. Ham perspective on that. Because that will definitely be a good game to talk about. Um, the next one sure. is Wolves against Aston Villa. They've both gone for a Villa win. 2-0 for Spencer and 3-0 for Vic. Um, I don't know. They both beat the team that they were expected to lose to this week. So they're both... Yeah, but very different, isn't it? Yeah, I think Wolves... Wolves get lucky to win, let's, let's be real. Nine out of ten games, they do not win in that situation. No. Like, But Aston Villa rightfully Played. tore up a good team. Yeah. I might go 4-0 Villa. Ooh. 4-1, actually. 4-1. 4-1 okay. Villa. Okay. That's a big show. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Man. I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1 Villa. Ooh, I'm not, right. I, I, won't, I, won't say, I won't say 4-1 just because, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Villa. Villa got goals in them, mate. <laughs> Watkins, Diaby, Leon Bailey is a disgusting front line, mate. I've said it from the start of this season. Every week I've sung his praises, mate. It's a disgusting front line. No, you actually they have. Tall, tall <laughs> Brighton bits, have. mate. Like, there is a good front line. I don't want to play Villa, mate, anytime soon. They will fucking spank United. 100%. <laughs> now, on onto the biggest game of the weekend. Um, I don't think it's as big as everyone's making it out to be. Uh, just because I have, if you look at the table, it is close, but so are Spurs. Like, whoever loses, Spurs will go mm. top if we lose. And I don't know. I don't think it's as important as everyone makes it out to be. But It's just because of the last season, isn't it? That's why it's yeah. a big game. Because it's Pep versus Arteta again after Pep won out last time. And I just want to say, it's on record. Arsenal are awful against us. No matter what, no matter what happens, they are awful. And 
last season we came to Emirates and everyone was like, oh, they ain't got a chance. Arsenal, they're going to win the league. Uh, we smashed them like 4-1 or something. Like, yeah. it wasn't even close. Sorry. Arsenal. Sorry, he's talking season, to me. No. But yeah. That's Arsenal end the season. No, that's a bottle. Yeah. And goes the season. I might go 2-2, you know. Well, you've gone 2-2. Uh, Spencer's actually gone 2-1 Arsenal. Awful shot. And Vic's gone 2-1 City. I'm going to say 3-0 City. Oh, I have to. I have to. It's an absolute finishing. Right. Because, right, the, the only stipulation I have on that is if Rico Lewis and Doku start. If those two start, we guaranteed win the game. And if Alvarez starts or whatever, I think he will start anyway. But if Rico Lewis starts, we're guaranteed to win the game. And it will be by 3-0. Because Rico Lewis will lock up Odegaard, watch. You'll be seeing Rico Lewis for Ballon d'Or soon. No, I think um, without Rodri, you'll leak goals. Um, and Arsenal just... I don't think we had to keep up with that pressure that you, you always put on. You'll always get goals as well. I think because I think, of the loss of Rodri, it's more equal. If you had Rodri, I'd back you to win. Yeah, I everyone think, would really. Surely. I think but, just because of that, we've seen we've seen how much worse you are without him against Wolves. And it's a much better yeah. than that. But then obviously a bigger a bigger game, I do think, pulls more out of you. And also... Harlan's going to step up. Obviously play a low block. Wolves will play like a smash and grab and play for that mm. one goal win. But Arsenal, I think even if Arsenal go ahead in the game they'll probably continue to try and play good football, which I think could end up costing them a little bit when you catch them out. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't. I wouldn't even put it past you to go 2-0 down and then get two all by the end. Like, it wouldn't really surprise me if you know what Arsenal were like. And I just think Pep will say something fucking snide when he beforehand and get in our test head a little bit. Actually, no, he won't. He loves us. He, ne- he never has a fucking... He loves us. anyone. Yeah. He only yeah. cusses out, like, wanna... his own players. <laughs> I just wish he, I would just wish him and Klopp actually fucking hated each other. They'd be in that like their best pals because just ruined like a Premier League rivalry because just it's no rivalry at all. It's just like, <laughs> oh well, we'll see who wins this time. Just smiling at each other. Yeah, man, don't like that. I no, want to see but... them lumping each other. <laughs> I'll always I want to see them Con- Conte Tuchel last year. That's what. Yeah, that's what should be like all the time, mate. If they'd been like that for the last like four or five years, mate, it would have been. So much better than this, what we've seen. So much better, mate. Some people would be so much more interested in both teams if they actually were as well. They both would be like, they both have, who do you prefer, Pep or Klopp? Who do you want to see win the fucking yeah, yeah. fuck this time? Yeah. Who do you hope gets their hair ripped out? Come on. Well, that's the only, only one way that can go, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll forever say this just on the Arsenal City game. Just one last thing Arsenal are a City B team, they're just a beta version. They just, they are. They don't, they, they just play exactly like us with players worse than ours. So I don't see how they can beat the originals, man. But yeah, that's our game oh, week we'll eight see. predictions. Um, hopefully, Ed does a bit better than this week because you are the stinker. No, I did like I did well last week. I keep me up in there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, mate. My night prediction will get me ahead. And the only person who's called is a fucking draw in your game as well. <laughs> I've, got, I've at least had some different ones this week so I should, yeah. we should be alright or uh, terrible <laughs> <laughs> then a quick update on the FPL league that we've got going um, in the Power Pitchers podcast 
I am still at the top, which, you know, it doesn't really help anything because I'm not at the top because Callum Hughes is at the top. But yeah. out of us four, uh, you had an unbelievable week last week. And so yes. did Spencer, to be fair. Spencer had a really good week. I think mean, these Watkins... Just a lot behind us, Yeah. But I have to say, Vic kind of fell off. Vic was number one. And he, he, you know what? He's not here to defend himself. Vic sent a screenshot of when he was first, sent it to me, and said, oh, it's nice up here. Can I just say he's now fourth? So he's not yeah. even podium. <laughs> he's not even podium. Like, literally, I jumped from, I think I jumped from sixth to third in our league. And in my other league, I went from fifth to first. I think, oh, no, second by three points. I was not doing great. And then this week, yeah, 79 points. Mm-hmm. And it's so aggravating. The worst part is, if I just had Saliba on, instead of fucking Estepinian, I would have had 87. Oh, and no. I would have been. That would have put me up level with you. I was going to say. top of the other one. Wow. It's, it's the most annoying part. Saliba got six off the bench. Yeah, man. Peak. So peak. I have to say also, um, this next week, just a little teaser for you, I'm triple captaining Son against Luton. So... He's coming through Ooh. tough. He's coming. He has to come I through. I can't wait for him to go off the first half, 15 minutes <laughs> in injury. <laughs> I want, I'm, I'm like, there's a part of my mind, because I have Madison in my team as well, so there's a part of me that's like, do I captain Madison instead? But I'm back in Sunday. I have captain Madison, to be fair. Uh, I've been captain with Harlan Vice. Yeah, oh, don't tell me that. Right. We'll see what happens next week. We'll see what happens next week with that. All right. Episode seven over... All the socials, Apple Music, Spotify, BBC Sounds, um, TikTok yet? Yeah, soon, soon to come. So, TikTok soon, soon to come. Website soon as well. Still like yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all busy. But Dreamy, review it, like it, share it, do your thing. Thank you very much for listening and be back next week when we can laugh at Vic Ram for Chelsea losing once again, I imagine. <laughs> See you later.